Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. We are in a global economy. Those pressures that we were talking to Matteo about are hitting New Zealand as well. And uh, here are some numbers for you. Gee, these are pretty striking, actually. The price of Olivani extra virgin olive oil in February 2022 was $1.28 per 100 mils. It's now retailing at $1.90 per 100 mils. That's a countdown. Uh, harvest extra virgin olive oil was a dollar per 100 mils in 2022. It's now $1.85 per 100 mils. Uh, that's also a countdown. And so on the line, listening to Matteo in Italy, uh, were Colin and Nalini Baruch. Uh, they run an olive oil production company called Lot 8 in Martinborough. Kia ora to you both. Kia ora to you. Thank you for having us. It's lovely to have you both on. Um, Nalini, maybe we'll begin with you, although throw the question across to Colin if, if it's more in, in his ballpark and vice versa as well. <laughs> but, but some of those issues that, that Matteo was talking about in terms of the fragility, I suppose, of olive oil production, are they familiar to you as well? Yes, they are, but not to the extent they are experiencing. Um, yes, we, we at the end of the day, we're all growers. We're very much dependent on nature. And how nature behaves is basically going to immediately affect our production of not just the oil, but the, the olives, which then gives us the oil. So um, the drought and the fires in Europe, certainly I can fully understand the situation they're in at the moment. Um, in New Zealand, so we've been part of the olive industry for 26 years now and producing olive oil, extra virgin olive oil since 2002. And we've so we watch, you know, weather very closely. That's part of our lives. And the most significant change probably we have seen has been in the last two years. So we had a very wet autumn, a very wet spring in 2021, mm-hmm. very wet summer, um, carried on through to autumn. And so the 2022 year did indicate that maybe there will be some softening of the flavours of the oil, not necessarily a drop in the production of the oil. Mm. Um, but as you know, Gabriel did arrive in February 2023, and that did affect um, the, the total production in New Zealand. Mm. Um, I know in 2022, for example, New Zealand produced close to 120,000 litres of oil, um, and in 2023, it dropped to 76. Wow, that's a dramatic drop. I mean, that's a dramatic drop. Hmm. Colin, I, I would, I'll put it to you on this one. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm curious yep. about the um, the story of Lot 8, um, because I, I have to confess, before I met, I met Nalini a few years ago when I was hosting the panel, um, but I didn't actually realise before then that, that we could grow olive trees in New Zealand. I thought that they were just a Mediterranean thing. So how did Lot 8 sort of come to pass? Lot 8 came to pass as uh, an interest that Nalini, Nalini and I developed um, we, we wanted to grow something. We wanted to sort of um, look at a retirement fund, if you like, like a lot of people do, um, mm-hmm. and ended up 
getting into the olive business much sooner than expected because we had olives and we needed to do something with them. They they grow faster in New Zealand and, and fruit earlier than they do in the Mediterranean. So the timescales were a bit, bit out of kilter when we started. But we're both, both very interested in growing. We thought of grapes and other things as well that landed on olives because it was a new industry. We love our food and the sort of food combination came into it. And, and whereabouts do most? I mean, are most of your uh, olive oil sold domestically? Do you export them overseas as well? We were exporting. Uh, we were exporting to the United States. Um, that's during COVID. That there was some pressure on that, obviously. Mm. Uh, and at the moment, we aren't exporting, but we are also in a situation where we can only just keep up with local demand now. So local being New Zealand demand. Right. That's interesting because Nalini, I. Um, I understand that New Zealand actually has, and we import most of the olive oil that we consume here. I, I think only about ten percent of the olive oil that we consume here is made in New Zealand. Is that because the olive oil that's made here tends to be a sort of a, a premium product? We don't make it in such quantities that it's economically viable for it to be a, a, a really broad consumer product. That this, the types of olive oil that we make here. Yeah, I mean there are a couple of things at play here, uh, Emil. Uh, the, the olive industry only started in 1986, mm-hmm. so it is still a very young industry, and we haven't got as many groves as we would like to to be able to have the production levels that would reflect the prices we can ask. Um, but in addition to that, New Zealand produces extremely high-quality extra virgin olive oil mm-hmm. throughout, right from the very north of the North Island to the south. Um, the, standards, the processing standards are very high. So the, um, and, the, and the olives that we are growing are of very good quality. And so the oil that we produce is of very high quality as well. So it's, I know we, we, we hear words or we hear numbers like um, 4.5 million litres imported from EU versus you know, 10% that New Zealand can provide. But the 10% that New Zealand is providing is really high-quality extra virgin olive oil. And it's really hard for us to compare our prices with those prices because you're not really comparing similar products. Exactly. Yours is the olive oil that Matteo would put on his bread rather than the stuff that he would uh, deep fry some chicken nuggets in. And we would too. And we would too. I think if, I'll just jump in. Please. There. The, the big thing um, that, that we're really talking about there is you, you mentioned prices at Countdown. Um, the supermarket chains tend not to carry much in the way of New Zealand olive oil because New Zealand olive oil is at that, it's still in that boutique end. It's mm. still in the specialty food store. It's still very much a restaurant product, um, and there just isn't enough to go around. So the, the low price... European oils that are coming in are the ones you will see predominantly on the supermarket shelf. You won't see them in the food specialty shop. So, yeah, we're we're a boutique industry, fledgling industry. As we grow, hopefully we can expand where those oils land. There are New Zealand products in the supermarket, but um, only a few. Few and far between, yeah. And, I mean, you know, Colin, sticking with you, but Nalini mentioned um, earlier that the New Zealand olive oil industry is, is only really a few decades old. And I read here that the lifespan of an olive tree can be... Uh, the average lifespan is 500 years, and the oldest known olive tree is 1,500 years old. Um, mm. So there, there will probably be olive trees in the Mediterranean that are um, older than human civilization on our on 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 Aotearoa. Oh, one more, yeah, I, 
I mean, I, I have a Lebanese friend who brought a picture back from a trip he took home when he went home of a of an olive tree in Lebanon that was actually they had a table inside the the olive tree, so they'd grown up around the table. Wow. Yeah. So you know, if, uh, unfortunately, I won't be here to see it, but we, you know, we'd hope that Lot Eight will have several hundred of those <laughs> in another hundred or two years. Nalini, in terms, they, sorry, go ahead. They are very forgiving. They're very forgiving trees. They're very robust trees. So while they may have an off year, one year, with enough care, they can be brought back to health the next year or the year after. And, no. and hence the longevity. Nalini, I'm, I'm curious about this. If you were to take a bottle of your olive oil, your extra virgin olive oil, uh, over to Italy, would it taste different to like a premium Italian extra virgin olive oil in terms of the flavour characteristics um, in the the soil and the the climate here as compared to the Mediterranean. Yes, yes, it's it's no different to wine. The terroir does come through the the product. That that just like you drink wines from around the world, and you can tell whether it's New World wine, um, what sort of summer they've had, what sort of growing conditions, what soil it's growing in. Olive oil is the same. And New Zealand grows olives in very lush, very lush conditions. You you look around New Zealand and, you know, all the trees are surrounded by green grass. And so most years we produce oils that are quite herbaceous. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to Spain, where there's no, no, so, no grass to be seen anywhere around the trees. You know, if you go to places like Cordoba for miles and miles and miles, you see trees with no green, nothing green under it or around it. There's more earthy flavors coming through the oils. Not to say that the oil isn't good. The oil is excellent. It's just that the growing conditions and the weather affects the, the, the taste of the oil. Very much so. And Colin, just finally on this, I mean, obviously, as with any you know agricultural venture, things are going to vacillate from year to year. But does it give you, not nightmares necessarily, but is it something that you consider the... the you know, the, the changes in, in climate that we see, the in, increased occurrence of extreme weather events. Is this something that does give you pause for thought as to the future of industries like olives, like viticulture in New Zealand? I need to split that into two, really. I think when you're in agriculture, even with stock, um, and, and I've had that in the past mm-hmm. in my family, you're always wondering about the weather. I mean, mm-hmm. weather is, is unpredictable in the short term as well as the long term when it comes to farming. But um, I think New Zealand has a future. It's just like everything in New Zealand, the, the climate change is moving things south in terms of what grow where. And that does give us a little bit of a, uh, yeah, we're wondering, the wire wrap has been very good. I think it'll continue to be good for my lifetime, but um, it'll be more up and down. That, that's kind of my, my prediction, if you like. But um, yeah, for New Zealand, Growing olives should still be, I think it has great a great future. We're becoming more Mediterranean in our climate anyway. Really interesting stuff. Um, thank you both for staying up late to, to chat to me, Nalini and Colin Baruch. It's been really enjoyable. Thanks for your time. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.